0: Welcome to the University of Coruscant. As part of your enrollment here, you have access to the attached Holonet recording. You've selected a lecture by Dr. Sonny Ravencourt on Bounty Hunters. You've selected a lecture by Dr. Sonny Ravencourt on Cad Bane. If you have any questions about this lecture or wish to contact us, please visit universityofcoruscant.com.
1: I'm pretty sure the hollow is still running from the last lecture, but if you weren't watching, well a lot has happened since then. I'm on Canto Bite. I thought I had the money to pay off the bounty hunters what I owe my Bothan associate, but apparently the university deducted some costs for repairing the grand lecture hall. And then a bounty hunter tried to capture me, but Rishi, Flew off her bar stool like some sort of Jedi and killed him.
0: I just told you. My name is Vasala Voss. Well, how do
1: I know that's true? For all I know, you're another bounty hunter.
0: Let's go over this again. My name is Vasala Voss. I'm private security, hired by the University of Coruscant to make sure you keep recording lectures and make it back to Coruscant alive. I've been following you around the galaxy, keeping bounty hunters from capturing or killing you. Are you following me?
1: I'm going to call you Rishi. You're
0: an idiot. There's a dead bounty hunter here and I've already paid off the bartender droids, so it won't call security, but this won't stay quiet forever. We need to get off Canto Bite.
1: Why? I have almost no money, the only bounty hunter here is dead, and now I have private security who just told me the university wants me to keep recording lectures. So that's what I'm going
0: to do. You can't be serious.
1: Look, I just got a fresh drink. Buckle up, sister. It's time to learn about Cad Bane.
0: This is unbelievable. I'm out of here.
1: Oh, stop whining, Rishi. This'll take like 10 minutes and then we can go. You already paid off the bartender droid. Just push this guy under the table and let me make some credits.
0: Make it fast.
1: I will make it good, like my students expect. Okay, I can't think of any witty transition here, so we're just going to jump right into the lecture last lecture was about a bounty hunter named Django Fett. He was so good at his job that the Sith decided to make him the source material for an entire clone army. But he wasn't just really good, he was considered the best. Right up until he had a really close look at the business end of Mace Windu's lightsaber. And when the king falls off the top of the Alderaanian mountain, well, someone's gonna climb up there in a hurry and become the new king and the guy that filled the vacuum of who's the best bounty hunter in the galaxy was a Duro named Cad Bane, who lived during the Clone War era. Duro is a common species in the galaxy, but surprisingly few people know anything about them, so I guess it falls to me, a professor, to educate you. I do get paid for this, so I suppose that's only fitting. Duros are a humanoid species who come from the planet Duros, A duro will typically have blue or greenish skin with a large domed head and large eyes that are entirely red. Their ancestors were reptilian, so even modern duros come from a sort of larva grub stage. They don't have lips, but they do have olfactory organs under their eyes for smelling things. Now. One of the most important things about the Duro is that they were one of the first spacefaring species. Unfortunately, their technological growth kind of got out of hand and they more or less destroyed the planet Duros with pollution. But it's still there. They just built space cities around it because nobody wants to live down there anymore. The rumor is that they have a photographic memory, which made it easier for them to memorize maps and find their way, charting new hyperspace lanes. Maybe, eh, maybe not. That's a really hard one to pin down, and they certainly don't all have this ability. Either way, they were definitely making their way around the stars long before most others, and because of this, they were one of the founders of the earliest forms of galactic government. And you can't have a galactic government without a representative from Duros, and this is also because that planet has a very strong economy. They make ships, and their shipyards are in the conversation when you're talking about the big guys like Corellia and Kuat. So Cad Bane is a Duro, but, and I don't think I'm speaking out of turn here, he is a stylish dog. He is known for wearing a brown duster with a wide brimmed hat, which he sort of loved to peek out at you from under. Just like Django Fett, Cad Bane reeked of the word gunslinger. He also carried two pistols, but unlike Django's Westar 34s, Cad Bane preferred the Blastek LL 30s. Both the Westar 34s and the LL-30s contained specialized parts which prevented overheating, so you could fire them in sustained volleys. But, I mean, let's be serious, you don't become a gunslinger because you like to fire sustained volleys. You draw from the hip faster than the other guy and you put a hole in his chest. No volley needed. Another thing that can't be missed is Bane's facial hoses. I'm still very unclear on the necessity of these because He didn't seem to need them to stay alive, but Bane was more often than not seen with a hose connected to each cheek below the eye. Maybe it had to do with his olfactory glands. Either way, it was a very defining feature. Not a lot of duroes walking around with hoses on their faces. Cad Bane's early life is a little bit murky, which is a historical term for I can't find anything worth mentioning. But again, bounty hunters aren't running for political office. They're not putting all their details out on the hollow net. However, once he hits his stride, Bane pulls off what I would consider to be some of the biggest jobs in history. Ever. Period. These tasks are wildly high profile. First, let's talk about robbing the Jedi Temple archives. Cad Bane and Jango Fett shared a lot in common, and one more thing to add to that list is that they did not like Jedi, and they were more than capable of going toe to toe with them. Well, I mean, for a while at least, in Fett's situation. He was decapitated by one, so the Jedi still have the last laugh there. But fighting Jedi is no small order. Robbing them is no Naboo picnic, either, and robbing their stronghold, where they keep their most treasured secrets and prophecies on holocrons, well, that's just lunacy. But Bane did it. Bane was not opposed to working in teams, but, I mean, he was usually the Duro in charge. And I'd want him in charge, too, because he was wildly clever. Bane was allegedly contracted by a Sith to retrieve a very specific holocron from the Jedi Temple Archives. Now, people will fight all day long about the truth of this, but I 100% believe that he was hired by a Sith. What is a non-Force-using Duro gonna do with a holocron that can only be opened by somebody with the Force? The Sith were in their big push back into the spotlight at this time, so... That's the history that I'm going to subscribe to. Send me a Hollow Mail if you take issue with this. I will promptly delete it, but go ahead and send it to me if it makes you feel any better. Anyways, he solicits the assistance of a shape shifting Claudite named Karo Parasiti, along with a few other bit performers. Parasiti and Bane both enter the Jedi Temple with the idea that Parasiti will change her appearance and coordinate the movement from the inside. Here's the best part, Parasity ends up knocking out and taking the appearance of the most famous librarian of all time, at least as far as I'm concerned, Jocasta New, I love this so much. So now Parasity is shuffling around the archives looking like an old Jedi librarian, trying to help coordinate Cad Bane into the holocron vaults. It's just amazing. Well through some misdirection, Bane manages to get into the vaults. They don't just keep sacred Jedi holocrons on the shelves in the main archives. He gets the holocron and gets out, but unfortunately, Paris City is not so lucky. A young Padawan at the time named Ahsoka Tano figures out the ruse and takes down the Jedi Pretender. But the damage is done. Cad Bane did the impossible. He stole a holocron right out from under the Jedi's collective noses and... Well, that's a retirement party right there. But Bane's not done. After a few other jobs, solidifying his already stellar reputation, he ends up on a planet called Sereno. Now, I'm gonna tell you that we are well into the territory of suspect fact and questionable history, but this story is just too good. The Sith separatist leader and former Jedi Count Dooku is offering the chance at a massive bounty, But in order to take it, you had to compete against other bounty hunters. I'm pretty sure Bane's ego won't let him say no to this. Fun side fact, he kills some poor potential contestant for his own hat right before the contest started. I mean, what can I say? The guy loved hats. So Bane competes in a very elaborate set of contests against a few other notorious criminals. Some of them die, but Bane ends up walking out, along with a particularly dangerous human named Reiko Hardin and a Findian named Moralo Ival, who allegedly killed his own mother out of boredom. Yikes. These winners are told by Count Dooku that they are going to kidnap Chancellor Palpatine. Let's pause here. Kidnap the Chancellor. The Chancellor of the Galactic Republic. Quite literally, the most powerful person in the entire galaxy at the time. And not only that, but with the benefit of hindsight, also the Sith mastermind behind the entire war. Are you kidding me? Remember when I said Bane did high profile jobs? What are you gonna do, like grab him at the bus stop? This plan fails. Pretty spectacularly, and it's really not Cad Bane's fault at all. Remember that guy Reiko Hardin, that dangerous human that was working with Bane after they all survived Dooku's contest? Well, that was the Jedi Obi-Wan Kenobi in disguise. Bummer. That's gonna really throw a wrench into any kidnapping attempt. The really impressive thing is that despite all of this, Cad Bane, of course, gets away. And that's the amazing thing about him, Cad Bane was not afraid to take his shot no matter how big the stage. When he was operating, there was nobody above him. He was the most capable and most wanted bounty hunter in the entire galaxy, and if I do say so myself, he looked good doing it.
2: Hello sir, uh, casino security, is that a dead devonarian under your table?
1: I don't know what you're talking about. And I think it's Devaronian, but I'm getting less confident every time. Oh, him! No. Yeah, he's sleeping.
2: He has what appears to be a smoking hole in his head. They're very
1: heavy sleepers.
2: Sir, we're going to need you to come with us.
1: <sighs> okay. But I need two people to come with me. One is my private security, Rishi. She's right over there. Wave below. Rishi. Oh, look. She's embarrassed. The other is a young Mon Calamari named Tom. He's somewhere around here. You
2: mean Big Game Todd? You know Tom? It's Todd. Everyone knows Todd. Can you kindly ask Todd at Sabak Table 11 to come to the Southwest Bar? It'll be just one second, sir.
1: Can I look at your blaster while I wait? Last semester, I had an entire lecture about blasters. No, you may not. Todd, thank you for coming over, sir.
2: I hate to bother you in the middle of a session, but do you know this man?
0: I do. He's under my care. Is there a problem?
2: No, sir. Not for you, sir. Let us just remove this inconvenience under the table and we'll be on our way. Good luck at the table, sir.
0: Tom, what is going on here? Well, it's getting toward the end of the semester, and I think I'm all adventured out. So I went ahead and solved our money problem. I'm what some call a whale here. I learned Sabic a few years ago, and I guess I'm pretty good. I spent all last semester here, listening to your lectures at the tables. I met Miss Voss a few planets back, and she agreed to keep you safe until the end of the semester. But I see our time is up. Let me just wire the money you owe to the Bounty Hunters Guild for transfer to the university and... Alright, we can go back to Coruscant.
1: Uh, yeah... Uh... Uh... Todd! That's it! Todd! I've been trying to remember that for weeks! I wish you would have corrected me earlier. Well, your dishonesty is appalling. But your enthusiasm has more than made up for it. I assume you've secured some sort of way home?
0: Brand new ship waiting for us on the pad. Vesela, will you be joining us? She goes by Rishi. Just get me to Coruscant. This concludes your selected lecture from the University of Coruscant. For all questions or to contact us, please visit universityofcoruscant.com.
1: Hi, this is Dr. Sonny Ravencourt, and the legal droids behind me... No, I'm not going to say your names. They want me to remind you that if you've enjoyed this show, please subscribe on iTunes and YouTube and leave a review or a comment. It helps us out tremendously, and it allows the university to continue to provide you the best in Star Wars history. Are you going to pay me for another take? Well, then I'm not going to do one. Hey, Star Wars fans, this is
2: Alex from Imperial Entanglements, here to remind you that this is the place where you want to be for
1: Star Wars content.
2: That is true, Alex, and just to prove it, here is my best Gamorian guard imitation. <laughs> eh, maybe not. <laughs> That's funny. And we're here to tell you... If you like Star Wars, and I think you do... Are you itching for new Star Wars content? Join us. It is your destiny. And we're here to remind you that you're listening to The Scariff Podcast. A Star Wars podcast with a lemony twist. <laughs> He's not wrong. <laughs> so grab your sunscreen and your blasters because it's always sunny on Scarif. How freaking cool is that? <laughs> Insert sound effect here.
1: Roll it again. And that's the Scuttlebutt.